0: Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: listening to the cattle station classroom podcast where we learn about the north australian beef industry and answer your questions so it doesn't matter how far from town you are because we're bringing the classroom to you welcome
0: to
1: the cattle station classroom podcast In today's lesson, we are going to be learning about pregnancy detection for beef cattle. To do this, I'm going to be joined by Dr. Dave Morrell. Dave is the founder and owner of Broom Cattle Vets and has over 40 years experience as a small, large and exotic animal vet. Dave actively participated in the tuberculosis eradication campaign and is an active member of the Australian Cattle Vets and Northern Australia Biosecurity Surveillance Network. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Steph. Before we get into the how, let's start with the why. Why do people pregnancy test their cattle?
0: Right. Well, several reasons. Up here, one of the markets for your heifers is for live export, and we're not allowed to export pregnant heifers unless it's a specific breeder job. So some people will pre-test their, their heifers so they can send the empty ones off for live export. But that's probably not the guts of your question. You're as you're talking this routine station management, why do they want a preg test? Well, one of the major ones there is you might have uh let's say there's five hundred cows in, in in the mob, but you might have a hundred cows that continually don't get in calf because they've got some uh, problem with the reproductive tract, or they may get in calf and just walk away from the calves. Some, some uh, cows will have a calf and just walk away. And so they need to identify those because they're passengers. So they want to get the, these fat, what we might call barren cows, out of the system because they're eating lots of grass and never producing a calf. Yeah, And they want to identify the cows that consistently calve every year because they're the ones that you really want to hang on to. Their genetics... Uh, you know are invaluable so they want to identify the ones that carve every year and the ones that don't carve at all yeah and there's quite a movement now to try and it's if you could get the cows to carve at what you consider the ideal time then obviously your more cal- calves are going to survive and it's going to be the best outcome for your management system so there's a quite a push now to try and get cows calving just before the wet season so that they're calving when the, the grass is going to be coming on and they can get the best nutrition uptake for lactation so that the calf can get a good lactation and those calves will be big and healthy and can be weaned as the mustering starts after the wet. So the push is probably to have them... Carving October, November, just before the vet, wet. I think in the Kimberleys it's probably a little bit later, um, and try and get as many in sync to do that. So by preg testing, they can identify. Say so they definitely don't want calves, cows carving in June, July for for some reason. By preg testing, we can age the feeders and say oh this one's out of sync so they can put those cows that are out of sync in a separate paddock and either have them carve out and then introduce them to bulls so that they'll get pregnant at a the time they would like them to get pregnant or have them carve out and just get rid of them and sell them so they're out of sync cows i.e. the ones that aren't carving at what they choose as their best time for them to carve are getting taken out of the system
1: so somewhat similar to humans, you can get a, a rough expect... You know, with humans, it's generally down to the day, but with cattle, you can get a rough idea of when the delivery is due.
0: Yes. I think some of us vets um, overestimate our you know, ability to be accurate, but we can be quite accurate for the first four months. Um, but after that, the, the pregnancy sinks down to the, you know, the bottom of the cow, and you can't feel as much when you're manually preg testing, or if you're using an ultrasound machine. Sometimes the ultrasound doesn't actually get down to to to, to uh, identify a six or seven month pregnancy or a five to seven month pregnancy. Um, so after four months, we're a little less accurate. Some people claim to be quite accurate, but you know I would say after. Four months, I could easily be a month out in my pregnancy testing. Could be six weeks out in my pregnancy testing. There are, so you're looking for the size of the fetus, the head size, the foot size, where the fetus is, how far down in the cow you might look at the size of the cotyledons, which is the the um, the part of the amnioallantoic sac from where the fetus gets a blood supply. But I think that can be misleading. Um, some people look for the middle uterine artery gets what's called fremitus. It has an increased blood flow in the later pregnancy. Some, some people will use that as another indicator to help them gauge the, the, uh, how, how, um, the stage of the fetus, you know, how old the fetus is. And, yeah, for a greater or lesser extent, we can age fetuses, I'm saying, to within six weeks, but some people might say they're within two weeks, you know.
1: So it sounded like there's three main reasons from what you just described. One, to confirm the presence or the absence of a fetus for marketing purposes. Some people specifically want to buy cattle that are not pregnant and there's also a market for pregnant cattle. Yep. Um, the second one is to identify the most productive cattle and to remove cattle that may not be uh, as productive from the herd. And the third one being to have an idea of when cattle will calve so that if some are going to calve in particularly tough conditions, they can be taken aside and managed separately to the rest of the mob.
0: Yeah. So- and also, you know what your turn off going to be next year. You know, um, you've pre-tested 800 cows in that paddock and... There's 585 in calves, so, you know, you can expect 585 calves, you know, next year. And
1: if you only have 400 coming, you know there's been some, that's, I guess that's when you know, I guess, yeah, I guess you don't know what exactly is happening? But it gives you that's the, your first indication that something's wrong. Like you can't manage what you don't measure. That's
0: correct. So yeah, if you can't know that, what you don't measure.
1: So if yeah. you had 800 head and 585 were pregnant, and the next year you only get 400 calves, then you have to start wondering: Did they? Did the pregnancies abort? Did they die as a calf? Were they attacked by a weaner? I mean, by a dog? You know, you've got, and then yep. you have to work backwards from there. Yep. All I right. You're right. Yep. Now, for us humans, a pregnancy test generally involves weighing on a stick or having a blood sample drawn. Is this the same for cattle?
0: I think you can do a preg test with cattle with a blood sample, but we use manual palpation, where you, you have on a big yellow glove and well, does not have to be yellow, a big glove, and um, you stick it in the cow's bum in a rectum, and you palpate the uterus. And in the early stages, there's a swelling in one uterus and then that s- swelling gets bigger uh, until it's maybe the size of a boxing glove or a small water-filled balloon in the pelvis. And then at four months, that pregnancy drops over the edge of the pelvis, pelvis and so it might be as big as a... bigger than a basketball and you can feel the, the little lumps, which are the cotyledons, where the fetus gets its blood supply. And then at five months, it drops down even further and the cotyledons are bigger, and um, you could, you may or may not feel some foetus at six months. Sometimes you don't feel much at all, because it's it, it's out of your reach. It's dropped right down to the bottom of the cow, and then the calf starts growing back up towards you. So, and people use things like the measurement between the eyes or the measurement of the nose. Basically, I just feel the head and feel if it's a bigger or a small head, and, and the size of the feet and where the fetus is in the cow to 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 age the pregnancy. People also use ultrasound machines, which is um, but with humans, with women, you you put a bit of um, gel on and do it on the outside of the woman. With the cows, we once again we put the uh, the ultrasound machine in the rectum. You can put it just you can have it in your hand in the rectum, but usually it's on a you know probe that you put in the rectum um, the experts say that ultra you can age with an ultrasound probably up to four months but um, it's generally accepted that you can't age very well with a with a um, ultrasound and an ultrasound may miss some of those deeper pregnancies at, um, at five to seven months an ultrasound in a highly experienced hands, can be, you know, will be more, and a highly experienced user will be obviously much more accurate than an inexperienced user. An ultrasound will pick the pregnancy up a little earlier. They might be picking them up at, say, five weeks. I don't think they'll be picking them up too much before five weeks, Um, whereas manually we're probably only picking them up maybe six weeks, but, you know, seven weeks, six or seven weeks. So an ultrasound will pick them up a little earlier.
1: Well, I have to say I'm glad I'm not a cow and no one's sticking anything up my bum. Why is it that when you use, so for manual palpation or an um, ultrasound, why do you go through the rectum and not through the vagina?
0: Well, you can't go very far into the vagina and you hit the cervix. And if you if you penetrate the cervix, then then, then you're opening the uterus up for infection. Whereas the rectum... Uh, you know, it's it's a great big long uh, organ that sits above the um, sits above the uterus, and so yeah, you can palpate the uterus and the abdominal cavity through the rectum, you know, quite easily.
1: Now, I, I know you've mentioned it, but I just want to ask again: how early can a pregnancy be detected?
0: Um, with an ultrasound, uh, late four to five weeks. Uh, manually six to seven weeks. There may be vets that say they can pick it up at five weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to enter into that area, but the, you know, six weeks.
1: And what sort of things might affect a cow being able to get in calf?
0: Well, Nutrition is the number one. Um, if a cow is still lactating from its previous calf and it hasn't had sufficient nutrient to you know, put on condition, then she may not even cycle again. Uh, some cows will perhaps cycle and get into calf when they're in too poor a condition anyway. So, so nutrition number one. Then we've got ambient temperature can be another one. If, if, if uh, I think there was a study done if the temperature is constantly over sort of forty-one degrees or there's some temperature that that will uh, uh, minimise cows getting in calf. But then you've got your diseases and in this area um, we talk about vibriosis which is now called campylobacter which is a venereal disease um, carried which is sexually transmitted so the bulls can carry it or the cows can give it to the bulls and that'll stop a a cow getting in in calf
1: is that sort of like the cow version of chlamydia uh, like it's an STD? That can, it's an STD, yeah, that can, yeah. yeah.
0: But there are also some other, chlamydia or you know gonorrhea or syphilis, I don't know what they do to um, humans exactly, but I'm sure they're not conducive to maintaining a pregnancy. Um, then there's pestivirus, um, or B- BVD, bovine viral diarrhoea, that affects fertility. And it's, it's probably been endemic here for years. That comes through in waves when a herd, herd's immunity wanes and a pessivirus can come through and you can have a drop of 10 or 15% in your calving percentage. There's leptospirosis, which we don't get as much in these dry areas, but that can affect, um, fertility and cause abortions. Uh, there's neospora, which with not a major cause, but that can cause it can affect fertility. Um, and trichomoniasis, which is a, which is a, a, an amoeba, which is a, you know the other ones are bacterial or viral, but trich is a, like an, an amoeba. It's a and um, it um, affects fertility and can cause early abortion.
1: And for my final question, can you explain to our listeners what a free Martin is?
0: Oh, a free Martin is a a cow that doesn't have all the genital tract. So um, it's, it's definitely a female, but there may be no you know the, no ovaries or even no horns horns of the uterus there.
1: So sort of where uh, in humans a hermaphrodite has both sexual organs, this cow uh, free Martins are missing.
0: the the female parts—they're parts. female, missing the female parts. Yeah.
1: So they've got the the parts to be able to urinate, but not the reproductive that's, parts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you, can you get hermaphrodites in cows? Uh,
0: well, you know, you can get cows with a a penis at the end of the vagina. You know, where, where the clitoris might be on the vagina, you can have a penis, and then you, yeah, we get all sorts of sort of funny variations. I've had cows that um, uh, they haven't got a a rectum, so they're they're pooing through the top of the vagina. I've come across them. Um, You can get uh, supposedly females, but they seem to have a a penis. Yeah, you get all sorts of variations.
1: I imagine everyone listening now, next time they're in the yards and somebody's preg testing, they're going to be looking at the back end of the cow very differently. If you'd like to learn more about pregnancy detection and beef cattle, visit the Future Beef website at futurebeef.com.au or contact your local veterinarian.
0: Hold
1: up. What was that?